I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog almost every day as Noni over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I work to get my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 53. I'm going to talk about packing and travel tips. This was a reader question from Tammy and I greatly appreciated her question. Um, although I'm pretty sure that she's already taken her trip. Um, yeah, I basically forgot about the question and then meant to go back and then finally went back and I went, oh yeah, that is kind of a little time sensitive for her. So I'm sorry, but maybe it'll help some other people. Um, because I am one of those people who tends to overpack. And so I've really had to stop myself from overpacking significantly in the last, um, you know, it, it was bad enough when it was just me packing for a family of five is like pure torture for me. So I've had to really work on that to make sure that I don't overpack. Um, but before I get started on that, I wanted to remind you that you can go to a slobcomesclean.com slash podcasts to find the show notes for this podcast number 53. If it's not listed at the bottom, just click on see all my podcasts here and you will find it. Um, I have some exciting news for me and for some people who have asked, I am just about ready to release my blogcast podcast. I'm calling it the Daily Deslobification Blogcast. And it is an audio blog. That means it's me reading, hopefully with expression, uh, me reading my daily blog posts over to slobcomesclean.com. That means that those podcasts are like between three and six minutes sometimes. Some will be longer, uh, but it's not very long, but that's what it is. It's the daily audio version of the blog post that goes up on a slobcomesclean.com. I have about five of them recorded and they are actually on the website already. Um, but it is not in iTunes yet. When it's in iTunes, I will let you know here on the podcast, or you can go to a slobcomesclean.com slash podcasts with an S and I will link to, um, those, in iTunes as well. So make sure that you subscribe to those when they come up, if that's something you're interested in, but I will keep on doing this weekly 30 minute podcast, 30 minute ish podcast, um, that will be on a separate channel. So they're not going to come through the same podcast feed. So I'm talking about travel. Uh, I was a world traveler. Are you always a world traveler once you're a world traveler? I don't know. I love traveling. I don't actually love the process of traveling. Like I don't love being on a plane. I don't love being in a car, but I love the destination. I love going places and doing things and experiencing things and getting away from normal everyday boring life. I enjoy that kind of stuff enough that I'm willing to make the trips involved in that. So I, um, <clears throat> when I was 16, 
I went up to uh, a camp where I worked for um, the summer and had a great time, loved it, time of my life. Uh, I had been a couple times as a camper and when I went to go be on staff, I went all by myself and I flew and it was kind of a long flight. And actually on my way back, I had three layovers, which is a lot for a 16 year old by themselves. But anyway, I, um, I had five suitcases. I brought five suitcases with me. Y'all, I was staying there for six weeks. Right. So I needed an entire suitcase for each week, even though I also did laundry every week because doing laundry meant going into town with all of the other teenage and college age staff members. And we would go and hang out at the laundromat while we did our laundry. And then we would go to the grocery store and get snacks and things like that. And um, I like going places. And so I always went and did my laundry. So even though I did my laundry every single week, I still, it just seemed completely logical to me that I needed five suitcases for six weeks. And I specifically remember there was one of my flights, one of my layovers when I had to personally carry my luggage from one terminal to the next or whatever. I don't remember. Anyway, it was kind of a long way. And I can remember I had to, I had a cart and I had about three bags on there, but that's all that would fit on there. And then I had things hanging over my shoulder and y'all, it was flat out miserable, but that is what I thought I needed. So just kind of a little background on my tendency to overpack. If I let myself, um, that was back in the day when, um, if you got a nice sky cap, they would not, um, charge you for those extra bags. I mean, now that's just, you don't even get to take any bags for free. That would be like a thousand bajillion dollars to take five bags anywhere. Um, but back then, you know, it was different. I mean, this was the nineties. Actually, I think it was 1990 anyway. So, um, that's kind of my packing history. Well, then I went to, I moved to Thailand after college. Um, and There, obviously, I could only take a couple of things. I think I would, sometimes I would pay for one extra bag when I would go. I did come home, I guess, at Christmas and summer. I was there for two years, came two Christmases in the summer in between, came home. Um, So I did travel some with that. uh, But, you know, mostly I bought what I needed over there, you know, kind of just took clothes with me. So that was kind of a good experience for me in learning to not pack as much, you know, to kind of really get down to what it is that I actually need. Um, but then I had kids, you know, I got married, had kids for somebody who hates packing. That is just absolute torture to pack for five people. Oh my goodness. So my kids are getting old enough now where I can have them pack. Although I am not quite at the point where I've released the control enough to actually go back and you know, just let them go with whatever they have. Cause I'm pretty sure they might take like beef jerky and one pair of socks and wear the rather clothes the whole entire seven days or whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, now they can do, I can say, okay, go find me 10 pairs of underwear, 10 pairs of socks, whatever. And you know, they can do that for me. So, um, but here's some packing tips that I have. I wrote these actually early on in the blog. I think it was right at a year. I went on a road trip. It's actually for my first blogging conference. And my whole family went with me because I was so scared to go. And uh, we drove to Colorado. 
so it was a long, it was like 11 days that we were gone total because we saw some family and did some other things. So um, in that 11 days, I had packed for five people and we were driving. So, you know, here's my problem. I love flying because it takes less time. I love driving because I can randomly throw things into the car at the very last minute and shove. And I always have this thought that I'm able to, you know, surely I can fit whatever, anything into there. My husband gets used to get irritated with me when I would garage sale a lot because I would buy something and it would never occur to me that there was no possible way to fit that in any vehicle that we owned. And then he would have to figure out a way, either call a friend or something to go back and pick up whatever it was. And it would just irritate him to no end when I'd be like, Oh, I bought a bookshelf. And he's like, seriously, why do we need another bookshelf? And, um, what you couldn't fit it in the car. Oh, okay. You know, so it just, that kind of stuff, time, space, spaces and what they will hold doesn't really compute in my brain as well. I've gotten better, but, um, so here's some of my tips. Basically my best tip, and I know I've seen this other places because we live in the age of the internet and people have different ideas, but this is what my mom did for me when I went to Girl Scout camp, probably when I was in between fourth and fifth grade, I think it was. Um, and she packed for me and she sent my bag with full of Ziploc bags. And in each Ziploc bag was a pair of shorts, a shirt, socks, and underwear. Everything I needed for that day, all I had to do was reach in and pull out a bag. I loved that. Like I absolutely loved that. I loved not having to make those decisions those days. I loved that I was just going to be able to pull something out and it was done for me and I had everything I needed. So when we went on this big road trip, that's what I did with my kids. I said, okay, we're going to, you know, I'm going to do this for them. But you know, my kids were younger at the time. Let's see. I'm trying to think in my head how old they were. They're probably six, eight, and three. I think they were maybe four, uh, four, eight, and six, four, six, and eight, whatever. Uh, and so what I did was I bought the two and a half gallon Ziploc bags. I think Ziploc maybe actually has a three gallon and Hefty has a two and a half gallon. Um, easy to find, you know, they're with all the other things. You just kind of have to have to look and look and look until you go, Oh wait, these are way bigger than all the others. But so I got those and I would put all three kids full complete outfits in there. Now my kids are bigger now. And so they don't all fit in there. And in the winter that doesn't work, but it was just the general idea that in the summer I could do that. And so I would fill up a bag and put all three kids outfits in there. What that allowed me to do was squeeze out all the air, which meant it take, took up less space in the bag. Um, the other beauty of it is that in the morning when everybody wants to sleep as long as they possibly can, because we've been going and having fun and getting tired, I can just pull out a bag and these are their clothes for that day. There's no decisions to be made. That's just how it is. The other thing too is I don't stress as much about the clean clothes and the dirty clothes getting mixed up because they do in someone's house like mine or someone's suitcase like ours, even when we're really determined, okay, this is the dirty clothes and this is the clean clothes. And somebody always gets mixed up and there's a pair of dirty underwear in there next to your clean shirt that you were going to wear. And that's gross. And, um, but when you have it in the Ziploc bags, then it doesn't matter because the Ziploc bag keeps it 
neat and clean and it doesn't touch dirty clothes. So if there's dirty clothes around it, you know, you just find the Ziploc bag or hefty bag or um, plastic zipper topped bag, if we want to be generic. Uh, you know, get those, pull that out, and you've got all clean clothes for the day. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Y'all know I am all about identifying what things you can do to make overwhelming tasks possible. Buying a home or selling a home can be completely overwhelming. Finding just the right realtor can make the whole process so much easier. That's why I want to tell you about Redfin. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. I know firsthand what a difference having the right real estate agent can make. We would have been lost without ours when we bought our current home and sold our old home a couple of years ago. Download the Redfin app to get started. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Projects, so many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat. And you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. The other tip, and this is something that I realized, I don't know, the boys were babies, I know. But we had gone somewhere and we were going to four or five different stops in the course of a week. We were going to spend a night with these people and two nights with these friends. And then we were going to go stay in a hotel for a couple nights. Um, I had a bag for each person. And that was a huge pain. Um, <clears throat> because everywhere we went, we had to pull out 
you know, four bags at the time. We had four, we had two kids, me and my husband. So instead of packing that way, what I decided from then on was if we were going to stop in multiple places, then I would pack a bag for each stop on the trip. Okay. So it would be, all right. So when we stop at these people's house, we're going to pull out this bag. And then in that bag is an outfit for my husband, an outfit for me, outfits for the kids, whatever we need. And then you have one bag. That's something we get out every single time. That's our toothbrushes and all that kind of stuff. Um, and what that did was it meant that I didn't have to, we didn't have to unload the car every single time. And whatever room that we were staying in hotel room wasn't just completely covered in suitcases. Instead it was, no, we've, we've just, you know, got the one bag for the whole family for that. And that makes a huge difference when you're doing those road trips where you have multiple different stops. Um, okay. Another, um, some other just random road trip type ideas. Um, I love to have a plastic storage container lid. I know that sounds pretty random. I've always got storage container lids somewhere in my house that are not attached to a storage container. So they're not actually, you know, containing anything. Um, but a random lid, just a a lap sized lid. When we went on that trip to Colorado, um, and I'll talk about this in just a second. Uh, we, it was, it's kind of a big deal for us. We had been, well, I'll go ahead and talk about it. We had been saving for the, there were the 18 months before that our emergency fund, you know, we're Dave Ramsey type people and we had saved up our emergency fund. And then we were going to have this vacation and we were making it as frugal as we possibly could. Um, so we'd only had a certain amount of time to save up money for it. Okay. So one of the things that I did was packed a, a crate, you know, a storage container, basically full of, um, groceries, you know, anything like that we could eat for breakfast and some fruit, And, you know, just things that would last, of course the fruit doesn't last too long, but you can go to the store and pick up more of that. Um, but I did as much as I could out of our regular grocery budget that we would have used those couple weeks anyway. And I got peanut butter and jelly and, you know, just different, um, chips and things like that so that we could have as many picnic lunches as we possibly could. Well, sometimes you want to keep driving and you don't want to stop and do all that. Well, having this lid container or this container lid on my lap was like, it turned into this nice little desk where I could make peanut butter sandwiches and I could have a little workspace to do those things while we were driving. Um, other things is like, I like to buy canned chips, not, um, bagged chips. You can find these at the Dollar Tree, um, and not just Pringles, but also, you know, the Dollar Tree, at least ours, I found, um, like Doritos and Cheetos and all those kinds of things in cans so that they don't get crushed on the way. And then those cans themselves, I could stick everybody's little, you know, sandwich and whatever it was that they had for that day and put the lid on it and literally throw it to the back of the Suburban and they could catch it. So just little things like that. Um, using that plastic storage container lid, um, as far as our budgeting for that trip, um, the way that we did that was we had a certain amount of money. I think, okay, I just read the blog post and we only had for spending money, $500. Now this does not count. Yeah, no, this did not count our, our money on, um, you know, that we were spending on hotels and all that, that was already all factored out. But as far as spending money, 
per day, uh, you know, for the whole times for 11 days, we had $500. That's not very much really, truly when you consider that, but that was what we had. And that was all we really had to spend. So what I did was I divided it up. I, you know, figured out how much we were going to have, you know, how much I don't want to do the math right now. Cause I don't think I had it written in the thing, but basically it was like $40 a day or so that, um, I put in each envelope and for 11 days and we kept those envelopes and we would try to spend as little as we could. And we did things. Now, one of the things, honestly, about Colorado that's so great is there's so many national parks and there was so much to do there that was free. I mean, like waterfalls and just, it was really fantastic. A neat, neat vacation. We were in Colorado Springs. And, um, so, you know, we would find different things to do and we'd really focus on what can we do that will make, um, our money go as far as possible. The other thing that we do, this doesn't work as well anymore because I have, you know, kids who are off of the kids meal age now, but one of the things that we would do is I would search for kids eat free lists in any city that we were going to. So when we went to Colorado Springs, we ate every single night at whatever restaurant in the town had kids eat free that night. So it made us kind of go to some, we've done this in several different places. We've done it in Austin, in Tyler, Texas. We've done it in, um, I think we did it in Washington DC, but we've done, we do this, we did this a lot, um, that we would look and find the kids eat free restaurants. And it's kind of neat because you end up going to restaurants that you wouldn't necessarily go to. You know, they may be 20 minutes away from your hotel. You're never going to randomly happen upon it, but it was, it was really fun. And it let us go and experience this and, um, you know, experience different, um, go, go to nice restaurants, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So we would do that. So we would make that go as far as we could. We would do as many free things as we could. And then if we had any money left over, if we had $5 or whatever from one day that we didn't spend, well, then we'd stick it in the next day's envelope. And the next day we had a little bit more. And then, you know, whatever it was that we would um, not spend went into the next envelopes. And the beauty of it was that that helped me budget so that by the last day when we were driving 17 hours to get home, We were able to stop and eat at a restaurant when I did not think I could eat one more peanut butter and jelly sandwich. The other thing that was really, really fun to me was that conference that I went to was in Breckenridge, which is way up in the mountains. And they have these really neat things to do up in the mountains. And uh, I was at the conference. My husband had taken the kids. And like I said, they were four, six, and eight at the time. He had taken the kids to go exploring. And the kids all decided, okay, we are going to not eat out at all for one whole day so that tomorrow we can, um, go up and, you know, do this fun, whatever. It was like bungee, bungee trampoline stuff, not like bungee jumping or anything, but you know, so that we can save that, you know, use our money and do this. We're going to save one day's money. We're going to, you know, just go to the grocery store and get a little something and eat in the room so that we don't do that. And it was just neat to see how the kids totally grasped that concept of budgeting because of this, you know, they thought, well, if I really want to do this, then that means I need to give up this so that I'll have the money to do that. So that was kind of fun to see. Um, another quick tip, uh, for that really helped during those, um, trips where you end up, um, you know, eating 
picnics a lot, you know, in the summer, that's perfect, especially in Colorado where it's actually pretty in the summer. Um, but one of the things I did was I brought, instead of a little picnic tablecloth, my aunt has these adorable little clips or something or other that she puts on picnic tablecloths and it's so cute. And I see that and I go, I love that. But do you know what would happen if I tried to use those? I would lose them pretty much right away. I mean, that's just the kind of stuff that I don't keep up with. I try, I think I will. I do great for a week and then all of a sudden they're gone and I have no idea where they are. But, um, I brought a twin sized fitted sheet and those fit perfectly over, um, picnic tables. They do. They fit great. So, um, just looking for, you know, anything that makes your life easier, simpler. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Um, for me personally, as I work on, um, packing less every single time, I mean, I've really come a long way in that it's always my goal to not have extra stuff with me. And one of the ways that I try to do that is I just make sure that I really do the math and I really count it out and I say, okay, we are going to be gone for five days. I do not need 57 outfits for five days like I thought I did back when I was 16. I don't need that many clothes for five days. Realistically, I'm going to wear one outfit every day. That means jeans or, you know, a pair of bottoms, a pair, a top for each day. Now, Here's the problem. I love dressing by my mood and I never know what my mood is going to be. And so I don't like to, you know, I mean, I'm so not a fashion blogger by any means, but you know, I don't like to have to decide four days ahead what it is that I'm going to want to wear, but I still try to find things that will mix and match and have only the number of things that I'll actually need. It doesn't necessarily mean that I've already decided exactly what each day's outfit is. It just means that I don't have extra stuff. And then I look at my suitcase as my container. And if I put all that stuff in there and there's still room, well, then I'll throw in an extra t-shirt that I like or whatever. But that, you know, using that suitcase as the container, which honestly, you don't have much choice these days because it is so expensive to, um, you know, to take extra bags or anything like that, that it only makes sense for you to only, you know, take the bare, the bare minimum of stuff. So that does help people like me. Um, but I will say, you know, we went to Disney 
over um, Christmas and we flew Southwest that actually gives you two free bags, which is crazy. And yet we didn't use those two bags per person. You know, we didn't need that much. And I think we've come a long way because I think I would have thought that we did need that before, but instead, you know, we were able to pretty, I think we did each person, each, all five of us had a bag and then we had a separate bag for shoes, you know, for us to have. Um, and I know this isn't a Disney thing, but I will say that the peanut butter sandwiches and all that kind of stuff, I personally have no desire to eat peanut butter sandwiches at Disney. So, um, if you're planning a Disney trip, I do highly recommend that you look into the Disney dining plan. Um, we have done the quick service, which is two counter service meals, which is, you know, like you just walk up, order your food and get it and eat. Um, we've done that two counter service meals and a snack each day, which you can get snacks that would totally qualify as a, you know, small breakfast, like a muffin or whatever. Um, and then we also did the dining plan, which involves a sit down meal each day, plus a, uh, counter service meal, plus a snack. Um, there are plenty of food, even though you might think, oh, you know, maybe that's not enough food because it's not technically three meals a day. It's enough food, I promise. But it really takes that stress out of things. Um, it makes it a whole lot more fun, you know, to just kind of have that experience of being able to do that. And we found it to be financially completely and totally worth it. So anyway, I'm going to stop there. I know this was a little bit off topic for, um, deslobification, but I think that, um, as someone who tends to have an excessive personality and, um, you know, that this can be a real struggle and I hope that you guys have a great spring break. That's going to be coming up for a lot of people. And, uh, I hope that you are safe with your family and enjoy your time with them. All right. I'll see you next week. Bye.